live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it! He caught it! Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. you got to be kidding me. What a moment! It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwap. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwap. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. We got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez. Pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there, and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show with Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Eight seconds left. Inbounds to Anderson. He'll dribble it out. Porter Moser will shake hands with Mike Boynton. And the final score in Norman, Oklahoma State 64, Oklahoma 55. Iron Privates for the Cowboys. Ten seconds to go. Maddie now trying to drive into the lane, goes right to the hoop. That's a layup to go. Maddie Williams gives the serves the lead with six seconds left. Smith will bring it into the forecourt. Lost the dribble. Stolen away by Tucker. And the buzzer's going to sound, and Oklahoma has defeated West Virginia 101-99 in double overtime. The Sooners do it again in the final seconds. This time it's Maddie Williams with a game-winning basket. All right, good morning, everyone. It is a new day and a new week. It is a Monday. Let's hope it's not too manic. February 7, T-Row in the morning showtime. Toby Rowland with you alongside my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J Perry on the other side of the glass. And this show every day is brought to you by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. And the weather's going to warm up this week. You're going to start thinking about springtime. XOE is the place to be a full line dealer of bad boys, zero turn mowers, tractors, and implements. And their slogan is try it before you buy it. You can take it for a spin right there on the property at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. The Cowboys win Bedlam. That was in Stillwater. I said the wrong uh, location there on that call on Saturday. Sooner women win another heart stopper. This one in overtime against West Virginia. Double overtime, actually. 101-99. And it is Super Bowl week. Coming up this Sunday, Bengals and Rams play for the Super Bowl, play in the Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. T.J. Perry, good morning. How are you today? Doing fine, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for asking. How was your weekend, T.J.? Um, nothing exciting, but good. Kind of a... Quiet weekend, I guess you would say. wasn't a lot going on. We had our game canceled on Saturday, so mm-hmm. really didn't have a lot going on this weekend. Why was your game canceled on we Saturday? We don't know. Friday night, we got an email that said, hey, uh, all games are on tomorrow, you know, because the streets had cleared up. We sure. Said, oh, okay. Saturday we, we was expect- great. Yeah, we expected that. 
And then about 10 minutes later, we got an email that said, Oh, never mind. Cancel all games tomorrow. Something's happened out of our control. Huh. I never heard what that out of control was. Makes I don't know if there was some flooding maybe or a, some AC that's heater what issues. That's what I, my guess was, like a heat issue or maybe a busted line or something that they didn't know about until right. after they had sent out the email. So um, no game for whatever reason. So And that was Saturday? That was Saturday, yeah. Well, I mean, that's bad news. The good news is there that freed you up to be able to go to the Bedlam game to support the Sooners. We were there. Right? We were in the house. That's right. Yeah, we drove really? up and uh, we had lunch up there in Stillwater at a little place and then that? went to the game. Yeah. How about that? That's funny. I think I saw pictures of sledding on your Instagram account. That was from Friday. Yeah, Friday. Uh, that was Friday afternoon. Friday sledding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well. I'm glad you were there then. Did you see Jenny and uh, and the kids? No, no, you didn't see them. No, hmm. Hmm. I was looking That's for them. But it is a big them. arena, so you can't be expected to see. <laughs> no, them, I, I wasn't there. Huh. huh. Interesting. Um, how was sledding? Was that fun? Where do you guys go sledding at at your house? Right around the corner from our house. Um, well, it's the Rock Creek Bridge. There's the big uh, Rock Creek Bridge right there, the uh, right by Neighborhood Market. So you go there and park along the street, and there's a big hill there, and kids can go and sled and um, pretty good have a track. Lot of fun. Get it's not bad. Speed. It's not bad. It's not quite the um, Tecumseh one, but the Tecumseh one's a little bit more dangerous because you're kind of parking and crossing over the highway, and um, it's not yeah. as easy to get to as the Rock Creek one. So we just usually go to the Rock Creek one. So you were sledding like right there by the interstate. Uh, bridge, pretty pretty close overpass. to it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I miss sledding, man. I used to, uh, I used to uh, love that when I was a kid. That was one of my favorite things. I couldn't tell you where my dad took me, but right there by our house in the Crown Heights area, there was a good hill. I think it was just a park. I don't think it was a golf course or anything, but uh, we could catch some good snow there. It'd always be, you know, somebody would build a ramp in the middle of it, and you try to hit the ramp and go flying. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then in Indiana, there was a golf course. Now, I was older. I was in high school then. So that's when you do stupid stuff. You know, you try to surf down it. <laughs> well, we saw some of those kids, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty like sure, I'm pretty sure the they way. had concussions as they went home. They snapped yeah. to the ground and hit the ice. So uh, can't they do that at our age. You no, can't, uh, yeah, we've had bra- we've had back surgeries. We don't move very well. If we went down, we'd be unable to get back up. You know, but man, the youth, right? I miss yeah. that. I was just the photographer. Yeah, I never attempted it. Uh, they did try to build the ramp, like you were saying. And I think it was Cash. Cash hit that ramp. <laughs> you could see it jar him, and he goes, I don't think I'll be doing that again. And uh, that was it for the ramp, I think, for him. They didn't try it anymore. Cash. <laughs> didn't feel too great, so. All right. Well, um, I had a busy weekend. We had uh, I met uh, Draker and uh, uh, Seatbelt for breakfast on Saturday. Cracker Barrel. Remember, I was going to the Cracker Barrel? That's right. Yeah. How was the Cracker uh, Barrel? You will not be surprised that as soon as we sat down, Kevin Henry grabbed the uh, the little uh, golf tee game. Remember I was telling you about the little golf yes. tee uh, mm-hmm. thing? He goes, you guys want to see me dominate this? He's so stinking competitive, man. He's like one of those ultra competitive people at everything is a contest so he sits down immediately shows us that he's you know he knows how to dominate the golf tee game and 
He got, he, and then he tells us he's got one of those on his desk. You and go, he plays it every day. You go to oh, okay, he's got one. Okay, I was going to say otherwise you yeah. go to Cracker Barrel way too much if you're dominating that game. Right. So we had us a good breakfast at the Barrel with, uh, I believe, the entire Oklahoma City Police Department was there. It looked to me like I pulled in and I thought, well, we're going to have to find somewhere else because they're obviously investigating a homicide that occurred here because the whole parking lot was police cars. And so I just kind of tiptoed to the door and was like, "Is it, are you guys open or are there a chalk outline somewhere? And they're like, no, come on in. We're open. So we go in there and sure enough, there's, you know, hey, police, police officers have officers to eat, and, too. I, I know. I, I guess they all ate at Cracker Bro. And uh, so that was good. Then we went up to Stillwater and that was not good. Although I did. I need to pass along some uh, uh, howdies from Scott Sutton. He said to tell you hi. He uh, listens in, or he doesn't listen anymore because he has moved to Stillwater. He used to listen every morning on his drive from Tulsa to Stillwater, but he's moved to Stillwater, so he doesn't get to listen to the show anymore. But he said, Dad, is that guy that does the show with you, is he still there? I said, TJ? He said, yeah, TJ. I said, oh, yeah, DJ's still getting it done. And he said, well, tell him I said hi. So Scott Sutton Good morning, says Scott. Hi. Good morning. Uh, we've got a new signal now, 94.7. Now you can listen right there in Stillwater. So. I saw, guess who else I saw on Saturday? Uh, Doug Gottlieb in the house. Oh, Gottlieb was in the house, huh? I don't know if Doug just had a vasectomy or what was going on. He was shuffling around <laughs> like he was injured. <laughs> He had sweatpants on and a big puffy coat, and his family was with him, and he was shuffling around really slow, like he had pulled a muscle or something. I don't know what's going on. But uh, I, I saw Doug. We dapped it up, and uh, I told him what a big fan of his I was. <laughs> yeah, and, um, I and then all the other OSU dignitaries, you know, John Holcomb, Dave Hunziker was, uh, by his own account, dressed very much like Mr. Rogers. On Saturday, he had the kind of John Holcomb. I'm not familiar with that name. Um, John used to do the show with us for about a decade here, and then he bailed on us. Um, Dave Hunziker had the 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 sweater that uh, with only like the three or four buttons down around your belly. You know, kind of the cardigan sweater pullover thing (laughs) with the tie. You're not too far away from that, are you? Showing up on a basketball broadcast in a cardigan sweater. No, I'm not too far away from in that. No. I saw President Shrum, who uh, was introduced to me by a third party, said, have you ever met our president? And I said, I have not. And uh, so uh, they brought the president over, and I just got the feeling she was not that excited to meet me. I was not not overly bubbly about getting the opportunity. You're a nice guy. I thought I was nice. I think that maybe there's still a whole lingering hard feelings there you know between uh, OU and OSU and I was wearing something with OU on it so maybe that was I don't know maybe she's oh, just get over it Prez maybe she's just he's not a nice her fella. husband was husband was uh, uh very excited to talk he's um what else uh, you know all the OSU dignity Tom Dorado was there remember uh, Tommy Man, D you saw Tom everybody Dorado was there. everybody I saw everybody very popular yeah, I saw uh uh Chief he came over before the game uh, to say hi. So, and then we lost. And then the Sooners did not play very well. They did not so, know. Uh, Sixty-four fifty-five. Then yesterday, Teej, a little grappling. Yeah, I saw your uh, picture with your uh, 
wrestling spotter board there that you were calling some wrestling yesterday. I forgot you were doing that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Had a little grappling yesterday with Jack Spates. How did that go uh, for you? Were you nervous going into that one? No, I, I, I have done wrestling before, but it's been a few years. Uh, I was trep not uh, nervous is the wrong word i was anxious, anxious about it because i haven't done it in so long and so uh it, here's what happened okay that was until three o'clock so i'm back time and when do i want to leave how much preparation do i do i want to do i had uh, the most recent broadcast that chad and coach had done and i wanted to watch that sunday morning so i got a feel for you know, the broadcast and the reminder of the scoring and all, all that kind of stuff. So I wanted to watch that as well as go through the notes and prep and everything. So I was like, you know what? I want to get up at 8 o'clock and start working. If I can go from 8 till noon, uh, I think that's enough time. And then I can shower up and get down to Norman. But I don't need to set an alarm because I will easily wake up before 8 o'clock. So I was like, all right, so this is the morning I'm going to. I'm going to do the whole thing where I'll just wake myself up. I'm going to try it. Now, I was not worried about oversleeping 8 a.m., you know. Well, sure enough, I get into my night slumber Friday night, and I'm a wreck. Like, I wake up at 2 o'clock and, like, have I overslept? Have I overslept? And I look at the <laughs> clock, and it's 2 o'clock. So I go back to sleep. Then I wake up at 3.30, and I'm in a panic. Oh, my God, I overslept. I over nope, it's just 3.30. Like every hour, I, w I had the worst night's sleep because I'm in such a panic every time that even though I'm not going to oversleep, I know there's no alarm set and I've got to prepare. And so I got, I ended up just getting up at seven and because uh, I couldn't sleep anymore. It was the worst night's sleep ever. So I'm sorry. This whole that. alarm clock thing is just not good. I mean, that I sleep better because I have an alarm clock, you know? Because you know it's going to wake you up, so you can take the deepest sleep you want. Yeah, it's no. got your back. Yeah, you, no, you're correct. You're right. No, I wouldn't sleep if I didn't have mindset either. So, if I had, to and be then up I got something. up and I went to watch the broadcast, and then and then did the notes, and it was all it was all just fine. I was Jack Spates is great when you got a good color. I've told you this before. When you got a good color analyst, my job's easy, and so uh, it was a good match too. It was an entertaining match. It, Ended 15-15, and the Sooners won it in uh, on bonus points. So it was a tight one, exciting one. And, uh, I did arrive at the arena at the same time as Coach Spates, who immediately said, let's go in the back and talk to the coaches. And I said, oh, okay. That was a mistake. Uh, you should let the coaches come to you, TJ. You should not go oh. in the back to oh. talk to the coaches. <laughs> I mean, they were fine, but it's just not pretty. In the in the when you when you go into the inner workings of a wrestling locker room area, <laughs> it's uh, it's first off, it's just not a good smell. Right, I was gonna say uh, it probably wasn't smelling too good. Yeah, and nothing else is very comfortable either. So, uh, but anyway, we had a good broadcast. I think we had a good broadcast. It was good. I I want to do. I've been telling Potter. I want to do some more of the. Other sports, Chad's been hogging everything. You know, not all the time, but give throw me a bone once in a while. Let me do a soccer game. You know, let me do a wrestling match once in a while. Uh, I used to do those all the time, and then Chad kind of came along and said, uh, you know, I'm going to do them all now. So it was nice to get to do something a little out of the box. 
Yes. If you're a busy man, they probably feel guilty asking you to do uh, something else when they've already got a stuff piled on well, your plate. I appreciate that. I do. But um, I'm telling you right now, I don't mind once in a while. Uh, you know, staying, staying sharp. Keeps you sharp to do something else once in a while. So that was fun. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, coming up today, I want to take your phone calls and texts. Super Bowl week. We will hear from Porter Bozer and Jenny Baranchek. Post-game thoughts from their Saturday games. We will uh, preview the week ahead. I've got updated net rankings and everything. Uh, good game tonight coming up in the Big 12. Big news for some Sooner football players over the weekend. Lots of stuff for us to get into as we get your week ignited. Monday morning here on the T-Row in the Morning Show. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System with the hospital Norman Regional Health Plex and a number of specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area. The Norman Regional Health System is here to serve all of South Central's Oklahoma health care needs. Toby mentioned it there off the top. Men fall in Stillwater Saturday afternoon, 64-55. to 55. Ladies in a thriller take down Baylor, 78-77. to 77. They are in great shape for the tournament. The men are going to have to get to work. Let's turn things around a little bit. It was not a good day for them yeah. on Saturday in Stillwater. No, they played um, well for the first five minutes, mm-hmm. first till the first media timeout, and then the offense had a hard time after that. I think they, uh, Coach Moser mentioned it uh, off the top of the postgame. They, they scored 14, 15 points before the first media timeout. And then end of the day with what, 55? 55. Yeah. So, uh, I, and you got to give credit, obviously, to OSU for some of that. But it just, especially in the second half, became very hard for them to score. And the turnover bug bit them again. Uh, they also turned OSU over a bunch, but they couldn't take care of the basketball and uh, and had a hard time scoring, and uh, it was not a pretty basketball game either way, that's for sure. No, it was, uh, especially that second half, like you're saying, that was a tough watch during stretches of that second half. Uh, I think during that before that first timeout, too, they had, had already had, what, three or four three-point shots that Harkless had knocked down a couple of them. Mm-hmm. And Harkless I think, and Groves started hot. Yeah, and I think they only ended up with five or six for the game. So, That's right. Um, yeah, it was a uh, tough go. Um, Emoji Gibson, a really bad shooting night, or afternoon, I guess it was. And Goldwire did not shoot the ball well. Jalen Hill was non-existent on the offensive end. So they've... Uh, Put themselves in a tough spot, thirteen and ten overall, three and seven in conference play, and it's not looking any easier in the next uh, four or five now, games on the schedule. Now it's not looking good. Uh, they're going to have to start winning some games. They're not expected to win. Uh, the opportunity is still there. There is still time. Uh, however, they're going to have to play vastly better. They're going to have to find a, a gear. Something's going to have to click into place for them. And they're going to have to win a couple of games that they're going to be underdogs in. 
the rest of the way to get there. Hey, did they show the play on TV where uh, Harkless got hit in the Iron Privates by the OSU player? Um, I guess I I was either zoning out or I don't remember that play uh, necessarily. So, like you're talking about a replay. Yeah, did they make a big deal of it at all? No, not that I remember. Early second half. I could send you the play because it got sent to me after the game. Early second half, Harkless is running down the court. I'm trying to remember which Cowboy it was. I can look up their roster here. It was number five. Who's number five for them? Uh, Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'll I'll pull it up here. Anyway, Harkless is running down the court. They're on offense. They're just kind of running into a set. You know, it's not like a fast break or anything like that. Uh, Goldwire's bringing it off the court, and Harkless is running to the wing. And he runs by this guy who reaches out and just slaps him right in the you-know-what. And Harkless doubles over in pain and and then has to come out of the game for a while. I'm not remembering and, that. He has to me that play if you've got it. I, I like at the that. time, I thought he got hit. I didn't think anything of it. You know, I thought he just, whatever, that happens. But after the game, somebody sent me the play, and, dude, it's out-and-out intentional. He, it was Chris Paul, Wake Forest-esque. All right, I'll send it to you, and you can tell me what you think next segment, okay? Uh, hang on. Maybe it'll jog it. my memory. Uh, it, worse uh, than the gonna... snowball to the uh, Iron Privates for the News 9 guy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> he had a winter coat on and uh, had some... <laughs> some padding. Had some padding. It was a Rondell Walker, I think, that did it. Uh, anyway, I'll send this to you. You tell me whether it's anything, okay? Uh, this had no out- effect on the outcome of the game. I'm just, I thought it was a cheap shot. Okay, here we go, TJ. And I I was like, man, how did nobody go back and look at that? Okay, there we go. I sent it to you. Let me know what you think. Anything else, TJ? We got any texts rolling in early today or anything? Uh, let's see. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Jeff Capel will get things turned around. We knew that was coming from your friend. That'll Bob always be funny. Yeah. That'll always be funny. Uh, and uh, the only other one, uh, OU Architect would like you to remind you, don't forget about OU Men's Tennis. Had a good weekend over Arkansas. Okay. There you go. Did not know that, but that's good to know. He's all over that tennis. He loves that tennis. He loves it. <laughs> so there was your update. All right, I'm watching here. Other Big 12 scores. Uh, all blowouts Saturday. The closest result was Texas Tech's seven-point win over West Virginia on the men's side. It was a weird day. Uh, Tech beat West Virginia in Morgantown, 60-53. to Kansas State went to TCU and beat them by 12, 75-63. Kansas State had a good week. Uh, Kansas blows out Baylor, 83-59. And Texas crushes Iowa State, 63-41. So uh, in a in a year, in a conference where it seems like all the games are close, none of the games were close Saturday. What do you think, Teach? Um, okay, so 
that play, when it happened on TV, all I saw was Harkless getting up. Because I'm, I'm watching the ball on TV, and then I see him fall. I never knew he got hit like that. So I didn't even know that Is it happened. intentional? It looks like it's a little bit of a love tap, yeah. I'm going to turn down my volume here. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to tell. I don't know if he just swung that arm out and just caught him just right. But it's, I mean, it's square. It is. Yeah, okay, that one, yeah. Watching it again, yeah, it's intentional. <laughs> yeah, it is. But, okay, so, but, yeah, I just saw him getting up off the floor, and I didn't know what had happened. I just thought he tripped. So, hmm. Yeah, that's a I shot. haven't seen that anywhere on the socials or anything. Well, that's so what I'm saying. Think, that's what it looked like on TV was that he just fell and that he got up. I don't know if anybody he paid got attention. A, yeah. I think he got away with it. It's been that kind of year for for OU, and I, I maybe it's all, you know, some people have speculated that it's all about this SEC thing, but the flying knee kicks to the face, the punch to the iron privates, the you know, there's been a few of those this year where you're like, wait a second, what is going on here? But, uh, yeah, that sent him to the bench for a while because he tried to play a couple more plays, and he finally was like, dude, I got to come sit down for a second. I'm going to get sick on the court. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. not – that doesn't feel good. That doesn't doesn't make you wince a little bit just watching it? Like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I seriously – I remember him falling. I thought that he tripped in the game. I He's coming down the court on the left side, and it's Rondell Walker, right? It's number five. Uh, Yes. Rondell Walker reaches out with his right hand and just smacks him right in the – Oh, man, when I, I zoomed Egypt. in on it, you're, I was able to zoom in on it. Yeah, he just, oh, man, that hurt. That was definitely intentional. And nobody, nobody saw it. Nobody said anything. They didn't stop play, nothing or anything. I still don't think anybody's seen it because, like I said, I haven't seen it on the – No. Maybe this will get somebody to go back and find the clip and post it. But that was uh, – I don't know why that – I don't know if those two guys had been not getting along or if they're buddies – you know, well, guys are that's weird. That's not much of a friend right there. Rondell Walker's from PC West, and Elijah's from California, so I don't think they're, like, you know. Maybe they had been not getting along. Maybe EJ had done something to him earlier. I don't know what would force someone to do something like that, but uh, weak sauce anyway. But uh, Cowboys won the game. Rematch th in uh, three weeks, February 26th. I believe is the date in Norman. That'll be another 11 a.m. game. All right, we'll take a break. Back up to this. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Perry on Winfrey named the Senior Bowl MVP Saturday. Well, he had a great week. You talk about Jeez. somebody who made some money. A lot of money, I think. Yeah, good, good for him. Gracious man, he was a beast in everything you saw him in, and just uh, be it practice or highlights or whatever you were watching with him over the weekend. It was, I know a lot of people took shots at <laughs> Alex Grinch because of it, and even he was kind of sending out some tweets. Um, guys uh, with the team now saying, "Man, wish he was back for one more year to see what he would do under BV." And you know, he had tweet back something kind of that was. Sounded like a shot at Grinch or others on the defensive side of the ball. So, I don't know, but he was he was beast mode over the last few days. 
Yeah. That's going to be fun to watch him in the NFL. I think uh, I think he's going to do – he's going to get drafted really high now. And uh, and he's gonna he's gonna wreck some offensive lines. So good for him. Good for him. A couple of Sooners down there had a good week. You excited about the Super Bowl? Oh, as far as Super Bowls go, go sure. You know, I'm always excited about the Super Bowl and the commercials and the halftime show. And we were discussing yesterday what we were going to get to for food on Sunday. So you know, the matchup. What are you going with? Uh, I think we're going to go wings. Think that's you know, make them or on. buy them? Buy them, buy them. I think we're going to buy them. And I told her, I was like, you got to order earlier than you did last time. Are you a B-dubs or a Wingstop guy or somewhere else? Both. Oh. We go to both, but uh, probably for this, probably Wingstop. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, may go to B-dubs. We don't, I don't, I don't know. We haven't decided that yet. My sister invited us all over her house. We like to go over her house on Sundays sometimes. We have a small group that gets together, a small group church thing. She invited us over for the Super Bowl, and I'm sure we will go over there, but she said something about having soup last night and uh, for the Super Bowl. And one of the other uh, guys there said, well, we got to have something that's bacon-wrapped. We can't just have soup. So I was like, yeah. Bacon-wrapped. Let's have some soup. But <laughs> that's let's a have Super some, Bowl rule. <laughs> let's have some other food besides the soup. <laughs> uh, you kind of seemed disappointed when I said maybe Wingstop was our choice there. No, I like Wingstop. Okay, you just sounded like there was disappointment in your. Huh. Huh. No, just interesting. Okay, Mm-mm. okay. Nope, I I uh, I like the stop. Mm-hmm. I got my son a Wingstop uh, gift card for Christmas. How about that? <laughs> if he wants to use Good it, place. he can come over to my house instead of having. Hey, are you having a party, or is it just your family? Uh, as far as I know, just the family right now. Yeah. Nothing special planned for this Super Bowl. Would you like to come over uh, to have a party with us? You know, I would, but, you know, that's a long drive. i got to get home afterwards, and the kids got school. That reminds me. I did get a little irritated in the postgame show Saturday. Uh Um, Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm, there's 11,000 plus there at Gallagher Iba on Saturday. I'm previewing. I'll tell you why I got irritated because I'm teasing the next game at Texas Tech at home Wednesday night at eight o'clock, and I'm doing the annual hey or the weekly hey Sooner fans we need you. And I'm thinking in my heart of hearts I'm thinking there's gonna it's eight o'clock on a Wednesday night there's gonna be like five thousand people there let's be honest right. And yet every time we go on the road at TCU packed house. At Oklahoma State, to my surprise, packed house Saturday. The next road game is at Kansas. The next road game is at Iowa State. The next road game is at Texas Tech. I mean, every time OU plays on the road in conference play, other than Baylor, which surprisingly is not that harsh of an atmosphere, it has been, you know, these... Crazy environments. It's hard to win in that environment, man. And then they come home and it's half full. And other than uh, one game, they had one, uh, the Baylor game at home was a nice crowd. But other than that, it's been. So I was in the post game. I was getting after Sooner fans a little bit. Because it's tough, man. When, you, when you're facing that kind of environment on the road everywhere you go and then you come home and it's 
it's half full. You know, you don't you don't get the home court advantage that everybody else is getting. So, I, I, in I the get past, that, but man, eight o'clock. <sighs> well, man. it matters to you, and it matters to <laughs> OU fans. But I'm telling you, if we're playing at eight o'clock in Lubbock, it's going to be packed. If we're playing at eight o'clock in Lawrence, it's going to be packed, or Manhattan, or Iowa State, or wherever. Like somehow they're able to manage their sleep. They are. It's funny you're you're bringing this up because I every time OU plays at eight, or I'm watching a Big Twelve game at eight, and it's uh, in an environment like that, I do often think to myself, "What do these people not have jobs the next morning? Their kids not have school?" That always goes through my mind because I'm always impressed with their eight o'clock crowds. But it's probably I'm probably comparing it to what you see in Norman for some of those games. Well. It's just a priority. That's all. Like, we complain about OU playing football at 11, but you're going to be there, right? And right. you're not going to yeah, schedule yeah. anything else. You're going to schedule your life around that 11 a.m. kickoff. Everything comes secondary to that. With basketball and baseball, quite frankly, it's, you know what? If I don't have anything That's else going on. for me, right. If my kid's not playing a game or we don't have a hill to sled or somebody doesn't invite me over, no shot at you intended. I'm just saying, if I can't think of anything else to do and somebody gives me some free tickets, I might go to the game. <laughs> right? Yes. I'm guilty. Uh, I know you Soft- said you're not sending that directly at me, but I'm guilty of a lot of that. Yeah. You are guilty of it. Like Any any excuse you can come up with not to go to an OU game, not certainly not on the road. With. Certainly not, not on, on the, the road. road. No, I'm you're not definitely, traveling. You're definitely not going to go support them on the road at all. That goes for but, football as well. I don't travel for football either that often. So uh, once a softball, year, softball and football are appointment um, attendances. You know, OU softball fans will be at an OU softball game. Regardless of time or date, right? It's a packed That's house true. every time That's they true. play, and they will schedule their lives around those two sports. But basketball and baseball is like, you know what? Maybe, maybe if they get good, maybe if they get good, I'll go to a game. But other than that, I think I'm supposed to meet with my CPA on Saturday. So, right, I got to go grocery shopping. We're down. We don't have my, any tortilla scheduled. chips. Mine's scheduled for so. Tuesday in a couple of weeks. So, and I, I don't mean to be salty. I understand it takes, but I'm just saying it's tough. It's tough for recruiting. Uh, they now have the 10th best home environment in the Big 12. It used to be better than Baylor, and it's not anymore because Baylor's all fired up about their, you know, they're, they're winning nat- they won a national championship down there. And it's probably on par with Texas, but Texas is moving into a new facility, so that's about to change too, so. It's the ninth or tenth best home environment for a men's basketball game in the Big Twelve, and that's tough on recruiting. It's tough on winning basketball games, you know. Hey, so. get us an arena over there in University North Park. We'll all come to the games. I mean, that's another part of it. Like even like the city is at odds sometimes with the basketball program. There's no, <laughs> right. there's no like hand in hand. Hey, let's get it done for the sake of the university or anything like that. It's like you know, I don't. Not even the city. So, I don't know. Now you got to take care. Of, I'm not blaming it at all on the the record on that. You got to take care of the ball and you got to make three pointers and all that kind of stuff. But 
it is disheartening when you're sitting there in road venues that are packed out and you're thinking, well, the next home game's Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. It'll be me and, you know, a bunch of empty seats. Uh, they're going to be taking on Texas Tech in a game they really need to win. So hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully Wednesday night we have a great crowd and uh, it's a it, they make it tough on Texas Tech. That'd be great. Yeah, I will give the students some credit. This has been the best year I've ever seen for the students. And Porter deserves a ton of credit for that. He has worked really hard. He made it he made it free for them this year and they've responded and they have been great. I mean, legitimately great. So I this is this is not directed at them at all, but I I hope somehow some way whether it's by a new arena or by you know, maybe you just got to win. Maybe here you just got to win for people to show up. I don't know. But somehow, some way that they can start to get some really good home crowds. All right, we'll take a break. Back after this. T-Row and TJ. Yeah, these guys smell great. I warned you. <laughs> there would be an odor. The T-Row in the morning show on the home of Sooner fans. Tommy and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. We watched this movie last night, Encanto, Disney's Encanto. Did you know this has become the biggest song in Disney history, passing the song from Frozen? Which I don't know why. I never heard it. I, I, I hadn't either until I watched the movie last night. But I had seen What's the, the articles and stuff. Encanto? Disney's Encanto? Encanto, yes. What's it about? I've never heard of it. Uh, it's about a family that um, has magical powers, and uh, they don't talk about Bruno. I ain't gonna give anything mm. away. I, I'll give it. A, I gave it a thumbs up. It's not the best Disney movie you'll ever see, but it's not the worst either. It was. It was an enjoyable hour and a half or whatever it lasted. But okay, I had read articles last week saying how this had become the most popular song in Disney history, and I was like. So when it came on the movie, I'm like, hmm, like, I wonder why. Like, it's catchy, I guess, once you've uh, heard it and you know what the movie's about, but I couldn't see myself going and sitting and listening to that song outside of just watching the movie. Not that I did the Frozen song either, but I don't know. Is the movie, does it have a Latin American yes. feel to it? Is that the, what I'm getting from the song there? Yes, yes, it Latino does. flavor? little uh, Latino flavor, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well, maybe I'll check it out. Disney Plus, is that where I find it? Uh, yeah, we watched it on Disney Plus, yes. Okay. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. A couple of interesting nuggets for you. <laughs> what you meant, basketball player calling <laughs> OU little brother at the postgame press conference. And oh. OSU wrestlers and fans are very angry about OU wrestler choking a guy out on Friday. The next two bedlams will be interesting. Have a great week. Toby and the Pentagon. Why would OSU care? I did see the, uh, the the move they're talking about happened against Little Rock on Friday night. There was a move uh, that an OU wrestler did in which the opponent went to sleep. And uh, so, I mean, I don't think everybody who I've talked to said it was not intentional, but I don't know anything about wrestling. So, But I don't know why Oklahoma State would care about that. It was a Little Rock guy, so 
I thought in wrestling, I didn't when hear you the put guys to sleep, they do the arm drop, and on the third one, the guy always like starts shaking his arm, and yeah. the crowd starts coming back to life. I uh, I did not hear the little brother comment. That's interesting. Yeah, Let's I think with that one, out. he's saying OU fans should be fired up when they come here, but that goes sure. against your argument that you had earlier. So, well, that'll be an 11 a.m. Saturday game. <laughs> that, so if TJ doesn't have crowd. a, if his child doesn't have a basketball game, or if uh, Whataburger doesn't have a special going that day, it'll be TJ will be there. It'll be a crowd. Um, 11 a.m. the 26th. Lunch on Saturday. Remember, you go out to eat. So yeah. I have to work around that a little bit. I'll have to see what's going on come the 26th. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Basketball will be over by then for us. So, or supposed to be if it doesn't get postponed or anything. Uh, OU basketball has had a majority of Fairweather fans for the last 10 to 15 years. It's no surprise people aren't going to games when this team is not only losing uh, a lot, but looking really bad and doing it most of the time. Correct. Not a surprise. I just wish it wasn't the case. And I would go longer than 10 or 15 years. It's kind of always been that way. It's not like it was packed every time Wayman oh, and Stacy played. There's no, the uh, there's no doubt this is a front-running sport when it comes to OU basketball. It's been that way for a long time, though, like my, I said. My, my only point is it's, it's tough for recruiting when that's the case, and it's hard to win in the conference when every road venue is a packed house and at home it's half full. So that makes it tough. But you got to play better. If they play better, the fans will show up. I get it. 7 o'clock. We'll be back.